0: The HR Den Podcast, Episode 7. You're listening to the HR Den Podcast, the podcast dedicated to providing you career tips and advice necessary to take your professional life to the next level. And I'm your host, Tiffany Drysdale. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the HR Den Podcast. So, for those of you who are just joining in for the first time, My name is Tiffany Drysdale and I'm the CEO and founder of The HR Den which is an online destination offering career tips and advice for millennials. So if you're ready to take your career to the next level make sure that you check out our website at www.thehrden.com and you can check us out on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and we're also on Periscope. So just make sure you research our name. You can search our name as The HR Den, and you can find us across all platforms. All right, so let's just get right into today's topic. Today, we just want to discuss a topic that a lot of people really struggle with, and we're going to break down different reasons and answer so many of your questions. So the topic of today's discussion is why you didn't get the job. So we're going to break down 17 different tips. We're going to go into them very briefly and break down what could could have been the reason that you didn't get the job. All right, so let's just get right into it. So number one is that you simply weren't prepared. You didn't research the interviewer's name. You didn't research them on LinkedIn or on Google. Make sure if you were able to acquire the interviewer's name, you do your due diligence and you research who they are. You another reason could be that you didn't research the company or you Don't know what it is that makes you want to work for them. So the point is that you need to do your research. Make sure you research as much as you can about that organization. Find out any relevant news that they might have, any accomplishments that that they might have had, any awards that they might have been awarded. Find out everything about that company. Find out everything about that interviewer. Just do your research. Point blank, plain and simple. Number 2 is that you arrive late. There's nothing more annoying than an interviewer arriving 10 minutes late, 15 minutes late, complaining about traffic or the subway breaking down. If you're going in for an interview, you need to make sure that you leave you leave at least an hour or an hour and a half earlier. I would at least leave Hour and a half earlier, just to be safe, and get to the interviewing site an hour before or 45 minutes earlier than usual. Just make sure you're always on time. Make sure you give yourself additional traveling time in the event that there might have been an accident on the highway, or the subway does break down, or the bus breaks down. Anything can happen with transportation just make sure that you give yourself additional travel time so that you don't have to call the interviewer or call the company and explain to them that you are going to be 10 15 20 minutes late there the interviewer's time is so precious and you need to respect their time so make sure that you take additional traveling time and you so that you can arrive to the interviewing site earlier Number 3 is that you didn't greet the receptionist respectfully. Many interviewers will tend to go to the receptionist and ask them what they thought, what were their first what was their first impression of the candidate. So make sure when you enter into that building you shake that receptionist's hand, you smile, you greet them respectfully because best believe they will be going back to the receptionist to ask what their opinion of you was, what their first impression of you was. Number four is you gave a very poor handshake. So make sure that when you greet anyone that you're interviewing with, any person that you're meeting with, you give them a firm handshake. It just says a lot about you. It just screams confidence and it shows that you are engaging and it shows that you are there with presence. So just make sure your handshake is always on point. Number five is you didn't look the interviewer in the eyes. You need to make sure that you connect with everyone that you're meeting with, that you're speaking with. So just make sure there's eye contact. Make sure there's strong eye contact. It it just shows that you're engaged, you're listening, and you're connected with that person. So just make sure your eye contact is always on point. You're looking in their eyes. You're engaging with them. you You show that you are present and you're engaged and you are interested in whatever it is that they're saying. Number six is that you didn't bring a resume. If you don't have a resume for an interview, I would recommend that you just not even go in for the interview. You need to make sure that you have a resume. Make sure that it's in a folder. Make sure if you want to take that extra step, you bring it in a portfolio or a, a binder of some sort, but just make sure you always have a resume and you have it in a folder or a portfolio just to exude that extra level of professionalism. Number seven is you were dressed inappropriately. So this could mean that you were just sloppy, you had long fingernails, you had facial piercings, you were dressed provocatively. Just make sure that when you're going into an interview, you have the appropriate interviewing attire. And I discussed this in episode 3 on how to prep for an interview. So make sure you go over to that episode and listen to that in detail about how to properly prep for an interview. But make sure that, you know, to avoid having any issues or, you know, disqualifying yourself, just make sure you you dress appropriately. You dress you dress the way that you should dress for an interview. Number 8 is you didn't come off as enthusiastic or eager. So when you go in for an interview, you have to, if you do care about getting that job or you are excited about that job, you need to make sure that you exude that confidence. You know, you don't want to seem nonchalant or indifferent about being there. If you're excited and you're enthusiastic and you're eager, the interviewer will remember who you are and they will already have have you in mind when it comes to determining who would be a better fit for that position. Just make sure you go into an interview enthusiastic, eager, and acting like you want to be there. All right? So just make sure you're always enthusiastic, you're happy, and you're engaging with the interviewer. Number 9 is you couldn't answer any unexpected questions. So this is something that has thrown me off in the past. And a way to avoid being thrown off is to make sure that you, one, prepare accordingly and you have talking points. So during interviews, a lot of interviewers will tend to ask behavioral questions. So make sure you have different scenarios of different problems that you've, you've encountered, different accomplishments that you've had. Make sure you have different scenarios and different situations to speak on because interviewers will definitely ask you different questions as to how you can navigate a problem or how you can problem solve. Make sure you have different situations and different scenarios in mind so that you're able to answer these behavioral questions. The purpose of being able to answer unexpected questions is for the interviewer to be able to gauge whether or not you can think on your feet. So when you're asked a question and it throws you off, do not Simply refrain from answering the question. Let the interviewer know that you're going to take, you know, ten seconds to think about an answer, and you need to come up with an answer. Make sure that you're able to cough something up or think of something in in several seconds, because this is going to be able to allow the interviewer to be able to gauge whether or not you can think on your feet. You can be spontaneous. And the only way for you to be able to be successful in these kinds of situations is by being prepared. And that's simply it. Number 10 is you forgot the interviewer's name. And this is another situation that I've been in. Make sure that you always know what the interviewer's name is. So even if you're going for a marathon interview, which is an interview where you, you're interviewed by five, six different people, make sure that you remember each person's name. And a way for you to avoid having any kind of, you know, blockage or any kind of brain fart during the interview is by knowing who you're, be, who you're interviewing with in advance. So once you're in communication with someone from the HR department and they're scheduling you for an interview, simply ask them, who will I be interviewing with? And ask them for their names and their titles. And this will help you prepare in advance so that you already know their names. Number 11, number 11 is you cursed in the interview. So, as many of you already know, I'm a recruiter. I work as a recruiter for a nonprofit agency. And I can't tell you how many times I've had people come in and curse during the interview and it just was a turn off. So make sure you don't do that because you never know who it is that you might interview with. I'm a bit more lenient in that regard, you know, if they're simply expressing something about a situation that they've encountered or they're simply re- reenacting a scenario that they might have might have encountered. That's simply understandable. But if they slip and use any kind of profanity, then that's a no no. So just make sure you refrain from cursing at any point during the interview. Number 12 is you kept on interrupting the interviewer. So make sure when you're going for an interview, you let the interviewer speak. And when they're done, that's the opportunity for you to speak on your experiences you that's the that's the opportunity for you to open your mouth so make sure when the interviewer is speaking you let them speak and always actively listen it's not about you talking you need to make sure that you're listening to what someone else is saying and then if you're listening you're able to respond to them effectively so just make sure you're never interrupting the interviewer number 13 is You might have been chewing gum. So this might sound funny, but just make sure when you go into an interview, you ditch the gum. That's it. End of story. Don't chew gum during an interview. Number 14 is you had facial expressions during a disagreement in the interview. So my opinion to each and every one of you going in for an interview is to refrain from being a bit too opinionated or showcasing your facial expressions in any areas of disagreement during an interview. Regardless of what's being said, just be sure to remain neutral with your thoughts. Sometimes being a bit vocal when you disagree with the interviewer could sway their decision and it could clash with you when you're working together. So just make sure you just remain as neutral as possible in any areas of disagreement because You don't want this to have any bearing on the decision-making process for the interviewer. Number 15 is you didn't ask any questions. There's nothing worse than not having any questions when you go in for an interview. This pretty much shows that you don't care about what they've done, about their track record, about their career path. When you have questions to ask, it shows that you're interested in the role, the company, and the interviewer. So just make sure you ask questions. Number 16 is you didn't follow up with a thank you email. So once you've concluded with an interview, the first thing that should be on your mind is when you get back home or to the library or to the coffee shop, just make sure you pull out your laptop, you pull out your phone and you shoot out a thank you email as soon as possible. Make sure you obtain the business card so that you have the interviewer's email address so that you can shoot them an email as soon as possible. Make sure you always send a thank you email because it keeps your name in their thoughts. It shows that you are interested in the position. It just shows that you want the job. So just make sure you send thank you emails. And last but not least, number 17 is they didn't like you. So don't take this personal, but I talk about this in my other podcast about likability versus capability. You may not have gotten chosen for the position simply because they might not have thought you were a good fit for the position for that company with the team. Just keep in mind that there are so many people that apply for that position. And although you might be capable, it doesn't mean that you Were the perfect fit for that company. So that could be another reason why you didn't get the job. And there you have it, everyone the 17 different reasons why you may not have landed the job. If you like what you heard today, you can be sure to rate and subscribe on iTunes and make sure that you leave a review. If you listen to us on SoundCloud, make sure that you leave us a comment, you like, and you repost the podcast. And once again, if you would like to check us out, just make sure you check us out on our website at www.thehrden.com. And um, be sure to follow us on our social media. Like I said, we have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Periscope. All right. Thank you all for listening and see you next week.